Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. Good afternoon. This is Lock and Load, and I'm joined now by Stephen Williford from Gun Owners of America. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing excellent. How are you? I am good to go. Let me ask you a question. With uh, Now, for a long time, uh, Gun Owners of America did things a little bit differently now than the way they do them. Now they're much more aggressive. Now they are much more engaged all these other things that are going on, have they considered the fact that with all of these Bruin response laws that have come out of all the blue states that have all the gun control to begin with, that we're going to start seeing them repeating themselves over time because all these things keep getting pushed back every time it bumps up against Bruin? Well, we are, we're watching what's going on. And when a, when a state passes something that's against Bruin and stuff, we file lawsuits and we fight that fight when we come to them. We can't, and hopefully at some point we will bring one of these lawsuits all the way up to the Supreme Court and do away with this nonsense. At some point, the Supreme Court is going to have to step up and say, look, you know, we've already made a ruling on this and, uh, this is what it means. And, you know, be real clear about it and do away with all of these, with all of these states. The the thing is, is our Bill of Rights is the w- one thing that it is, is supposed to be for every state. There are certain things that each state can do differently. But when it, bec- when it comes to our Bill of Rights, the way the Constitution is written is all states have to adhere to the Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights contains the Second Amendment as well as I think one through fourteen amendments is considered the Bill of Rights. Right. You know, so uh, so they every state has to adhere to the Bill of Rights, which the Second Amendment is part of, and that's where the Supreme Court has to just say, "Hey, look, guys, this is it. You know, shall not be infringed means shall not be infringed, and you cannot change that." And uh, we will eventually get a, a case that runs all the way up to the Supreme Court, whether it's Illinois right now. We're fighting Illinois. Uh, we're fighting in California on, on assault weapons ban as such and what they're calling it and the standard capacity magazine bans and things. We're, we're fighting it in Illinois, we're fighting it in California. We just uh, overturned it in uh, Oregon, actually, with Prop 114. They said that it was not even, it didn't even adhere to the their state constitution, that, that the state constitution itself prevented them from enacting 
a standard capacity magazine ban and a ban on semi-automatic rifles. So uh, they've overturned that. We've got to stay on that, and that will last. Of course, they'll appeal it, but it's a it's a stay, meaning that uh, they can't enforce it until it works its way up. The court has finally decided. Right. So we're we're actively fighting in all these states, and we're going to get one that's pushed all the way to the Supreme Court. When we do, the Supreme Court will rule on it for nationwide. Well, that would be my hope. I just. Uh... I'm waiting to see if there's, and I don't know if there's any way to do this legally or not, but when a when you have a chronic abuser like the, some of these, like California, like New York, like, uh, like Illinois, like Maryland, when you have these guys that abuse their citizens and take their rights on a regular basis, is there any way to stop that from happening? Well, again, you, you would have thought that Bruin was plain and simple and and would prevent all these things, but they're trying to do what they can to skirt around the edge. Yeah. It's going to take the Supreme Court that makes a very specific uh, ruling and makes it very plain, even more plain than the Bruin. And Bruin should be plain enough. And uh, it, needs to, it needs to happen, and the Supreme Court needs to do it, and it needs to stop this nonsense. Right. Well, I, I one of the things I, I look at with with some of the things that they do, like one of the, one of the laws they've just passed in California is that a high cap magazine violates the powder storage law. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I did not yeah, see that. I mean, how stinking ridiculous! But I mean, that means the big box stores that sell that have a million rounds on stock—they're breaking the law. That means law enforcement is breaking the law. How ridiculous! Yeah, how ridiculous! I mean, it's it's comical sometimes what they're trying to do. Um, who comes up with what imagination? comes up with it. Well, that was actually their Attorney General, Rob Bonta. <laughs> I, think, I, think he's, I think he's been smoking too much of the uh, stuff wacky, that they're trying to make legal. <laughs> wacky weed, wacky weed. Yeah. Uh, and that's just my opinion. But <laughs> Now, another thing that's about to, uh, and uh, this, this all came about today, we had this uh, Iowa school shooting, right? And yeah. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but it turns out the shooter was a transgender, gender fluid kind of guy. Did you see that? No, I didn't, but that doesn't surprise me. That's been the last four or five shootings that's been that way. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, that's sort of, uh, that's sort of obviously sort of, uh, tells me that they are in fact mentally health, mental health, uh, they've got a mental health issue. And the ones that they're cozy, in. but I mean, they're, they're one of the protected classes, right? They're one of the protected. We, the we, protected we used classes. to call it a mental illness. Yeah, we used to call it what it was, and and now here we are. And you know, Iowa, Iowa actually allows teachers to carry, uh, but that particular school chose not to, and, right? And it's because the insurance companies say uh, we won't insure your school if you do. 
you know? Uh, so we're letting things like that control how we defend ourselves. You know, you know, most of the, a lot of the teachers, I looked into that. A lot of the teachers don't know that they can carry in the school. They have to get express written permission to do it. But uh, once they get well, the permission to do it, they, they've got the permission to do it. But a lot of them don't even know that exists. Well, like in Texas, uh, the school board has to pass it. And I would imagine it's the same way with Iowa. The school board of the particular school has to pass it in, in Rob Elementary here in Texas. Uh, they voted against the guardian program and the school marshal program. They decided that the teachers didn't need to. And 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 the sad part about that is, is one of the teachers that got shot and killed. Uh, she her husband was a uh, sheriff's deputy. Likely, she would have if she would have had the ability. If the school board would have recognized it and seen it as. A possibility and seen it as a viable thing, they would have passed it. She would have been carried that day. And she was wounded while she was bleeding out. She called her husband and said that she was in the room and that she was shot. Right. Had she had her own gun, she would have been able to take care of the, the problem. Yeah. I'm about to run out of time, Stephen. Once again, as always, gunowners.org, that's where you go. 25 bucks, you join a fight that these guys are furious. They they are out there fighting for your rights on a regular basis. They're doing the outreach. They're doing the litigation. They're doing the lobbying. They're doing it all. Thank you for joining me, sir. All right. God bless. Yes, sir. Coming up next, going to be Dean Weingarten. This is Lock and Load. Holster.com, the home of DeSantis Quality Build American-made products for 45-plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American-made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment. We perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. 
The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100, shopsupertea.com. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Welcome back. This is Lock and Load. Now we're joined by Steve, uh, Dean, by Steve, by Dean Weingarten, and uh, I don't know where that was coming from. And um, well, I just watched the video you put up on your article that the guy who's doing the fighting, on the one hand, very effective. On the other hand, there's no way I'm throwing the sticks at him. I might be banging on him. But tell me about this. What what what, what do we got well, going on? We here? don't know how many he has. Yeah, uh, I mean, he pulled two out of there. Maybe there's another half a dozen. Who can but tell? Anyway. So what this is about is there's a video that has been going viral on and off. I mean, it go viral, then it gets picked up or ignored for a little bit, then go viral again. And it's a, supposedly it's in the very far north of Quebec, up near the Arctic Circle. And it's a couple of polar bears are coming at a single guy. There's somehow it's being videoed. We're not sure exactly how it's being videoed. It could be a remote controlled camera. Just don't know for sure. But these two polar bears come at this guy. He's near a shelter. It looks to be some kind of research 
station, maybe. The shelter doesn't appear very big. We don't see the whole thing, but right. it looks like it might be a prefabricated shelter. And uh, he obviously, has, somebody has cleared away the snow right around the shelter so you can open the door and you got a four or five foot space to maneuver in without waiting in foot and a half deep snow. So in the video, you see one bear approaching this fellow and then another bear comes from behind that bear moving at him in a, I would call it a slow charge, kind right. of a lope. And the, uh, he has a, a pole or a stick or a pipe. I think they're probably at antenna segments um, of a, you know, to extend an antenna up in the air because right. they're very uniform and very straight. And so they could be like aluminum antenna segments or, you know, and they're not super heavy and they're not super light. So the bear comes, he points this, keeps this segment pointed essentially at the bear's nose or the chest just under the neck. And the bear comes in and, and the bear realizes that this thing is pointed at him and he puts on the brakes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like he was hoping or the, whether it bears male or female, I don't know. Uh, but he's hoping that, oh, that's, that thing is going to move, turn and run, and get that that big, long, sharp thing out of my way. <laughs> but it doesn't happen, and he puts on the brakes, the bear puts on the brakes, and skids to it. And as, as he's coming to a halt, hard to say skid doesn't look like he's actually sliding, but he's slowing down real fast. The guy sort of launches the pole or stick, which looks to be about 10 feet long. And I'd say about eh, maybe two inches in diameter. And it hits the bear either on the nose or under the nose in the chest. And the bear is like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he retreats, backs up for about 10 yards. And then he comes back again. And this time, the guy has another, it looks identical to the first thing, which is why I think they're probably metal uh, poles of some kind, you know, probably hollow. Right. Otherwise, they'd be too heavy to move around easy. And this time, instead of aiming the pole at the bear, he gets into like a, a baseball player's stance, and he swings that pole. So the, the end he's holding on to swings around, goes, you know, past the bear in the other end because it's rotating the bear underneath the head on the, uh, the forelegs. And then the bear says, wait a minute, this prey is way too dangerous. We're just going to take off. And in the meantime, there's a, a dog shows itself briefly behind that bear about five or six feet away from it. And then it retreats. And people are saying, well, this guy's got great composure. He beat off these bears with just a couple of sticks. But it, the video is only 12 seconds long right so we don't know what happened before or after uh, but to me i'm looking at it and i'm thinking about that article we did about the four russian sailors that were shipwrecked on Sval one of the svalbard islands for six years and in that they managed to find some big spikes in uh, wreckage this was in 17 about the 1740s by the way so it's a uh, you know, about almost 260 years ago. And they found these big iron spikes and bolts, and uh, they used one of the big bolts 
to make a hammer, and then they used a rock, a big rock as an anvil, and they heated these things, and they made a couple of lance heads that they put on the end of poles. Now, we don't know how long the poles were, but I'm thinking probably in the neighborhood of 6 to 10 feet long. It's called lance. And they killed 10 polar bears with those things. Hmm. Two people using them. And they killed 10 polar bears over the course of six years. And they said the first one was not purely defensive. They went after it. But it didn't run away. I mean, a polar bear can outrun a human. And it's not too hard. And if the human is really fast, they just dump into the water and swim away. And human can't match it. So the bear, the first one they killed, had to be at least sort of consenting to combat, if you understand what I'm saying. Sure. And the other 10, they said, were all purely defensive. The bears came after them, and they killed them with these lances. And watching the video, you can see why it would work. Because this bear comes up, and uh, it doesn't want to run right into that long thing pointed right at it. It's got enough common sense to say, you know, that might hurt. <laughs> and so it skids to a halt. Well, if he'd have done things, the man with the pole, if, it, if there had been a sharp spearhead on the end of that instead of just a blunt head, right. blunt end, and if he'd have arranged his tactics just a little differently, let's say instead of holding it out in front of him, if he'd held it back a yard, you know, three feet, and and was ready, He could, when that bear skidded to a halt, instead of tossing it a couple feet to go into and bounce off the bear's chest, he could have pushed it forward and lunged at the same time, the three feet necessary, and stuck that sharp tip a foot and a half into the bear's chest. And that would have killed that bear, almost certainly. Right. Um, and so you can see how it would work. And if you had two people... It's a lot easier because it turns out a bear's heart and lungs extend a good ways behind the front shoulder. And so if you can get a double lung puncture on a bear, it's going to die fairly quickly. I mean, by quickly, I mean probably under a minute. And so if you had somebody else with a lance and the two of you were there at like 90 degrees apart, when that bear comes up as he's putting his attention on the one guy, the other guy slips him the shiv, so to speak. Right. Well, you know, on the end of a six to eight foot pole. Hang on right there at eight foot pole, if you would. We're coming up on the, uh, coming on the next break, talking bears again with Dean Weingarten. It's a fascinating field just because so many different kinds of bears, so many different environments, and so many different little tendencies and predicaments that people find themselves in with them. This one is particularly interesting. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. 
What's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. USA News Update. The head of Homeland Security headed to the southern border again this week. He says the Biden administration is planning to call for more Border Patrol agents. So that migration surges do not force mitigation measures of last resort like bridge closures. December set a record for illegal immigrant arrests with more than 300,000 in that month alone. Blizzard conditions continue in parts of the Plain states, including North Texas, in Kansas and Oklahoma. There's a larger winter storm still dumping snow on other Midwest states as well. Some places could get a half foot or more of fresh snow. And the Michigan Wolverines are the college football playoff national champions. Michigan defeated Washington 34-13 in the championship game at NRG Stadium in Houston. With the win, the Wolverines earned their first national title since 1997. I'm Ryan Daniels. USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Welcome back. This is Lock and Load. We're talking with Dean Weingarten, talking about this instance where 
a guy threw two long poles at two polar bears that were about 10 times his size and they just looked at that and ran away which yeah i'm surprised listen that guy looks pretty composed and whoever's filming you know if you watch that video that that camera is actually moving so somebody was filming that but i was looking at that and i was trying to figure it out because if you got a guy behind that camera, he's probably not very far from the polar bears, right. and why don't they go after him? But it, it, I saw the frame moving, so I know the camera was moving. But I'm wondering if it might be remote-controlled from inside the shelter. Right. And that would be a, that would explain how there wasn't an extra person out there. Um, or, and it doesn't look at, like it to me, a telephoto will really uh, flatten out an image. Right. And that doesn't necessarily look to me like a telephoto shot, but it might be. You know, if the camera was, you know, 100 yards away or something, you could understand it, too. But I suspect it's close to the shelter and may have been remotely controlled. And it doesn't, you notice it doesn't make any wide swings and it's not real jittery either. Right, right. And ordinarily people, when they're, filming something like with a phone or something it's a lot more jittery and it's, the swings are a lot wider and quicker in, in my experience um and you've seen those uh, that a lot so maybe you could comment on it well you know um i have never filmed in that environment before so watching that it is almost surreal watching how smooth and everything is and i, I wonder if right. it's some sort of a motion sensor on there you know, that that could be. It could be tracking it as a motion sensor. Yeah. Um, we, our electronics are so sophisticated now yeah. that you can do stuff like that. You yeah. can automate the whole thing. Um, so don't know. But one of the things that's pretty clear is that camera is kind of watching the entrance to the shelter. So it might be sort of a security camera. Could be. I mean, just as a thought. Now, so we were talking about how, in my opinion, this shows how at least polar bears are susceptible to, you, you know, um, spears, spears or lances. I mean, because what is the case with the vast majority of polar bears is they don't have much contact with people. Because where polar bears are, generally people are not. And, uh, and vice versa. So, and for the last about 50 years, polar bears have not been really hunted much. They're, you know, they're protected, they're threatened. And so where before, you know, the 50 years before that, if somebody had a chance to bag a polar bear, they would because uh, just the pelt alone was quite valuable. And so... What I have seen when I've been trying to research um, bear attacks is that polar bears, even as early as about 1915, were pretty wary about coming up on people. Sure. Because they'd been hunted pretty hard for, you know, by that time, 100 years or so. And, and so they were, if, in fact, in in the one of the survival books that I uh, read about it, I mean, true account, 
what happened was that hunters would get to where they would play games with the polar bears. They'd act like they were scared of the polar bears, and that would draw the polar bears in. Oh, that's acting like prey. It must be prey. And the polar bears would come in. And uh, there's some other wildlife um, academics, well, at least one, who, and he said there were others that thought that it was a positive theory to explain differences in animal behavior. He said that if you were in the woods and you acted like you were the top dog, animals were much more likely to leave you alone. Right. Because you're acting like you were the top predator. You didn't, get, you, know, you didn't care that much if you made noise or people, anything saw you or not, you know. You're a top dog, so you don't care. And he thought that might be one of the mechanisms of why people were not uh, attacked by bears or wolves very often, because they acted like they were, you know, they didn't have a care in the world. Which, you know, if they're armed, uh, you know, it's uh, the other predators better be the ones watching out because we kill them. Um, so, but now we have 50 years without that, essentially. And so polar bears are probably, they don't see humans, and the humans may be acting like prey, and all of a sudden, you know, they say, well, let's check this out. See if it's good to eat, you know. And because it's an unknown a prey species is not acting like they're ordinary seals. It's not acting like other polar bears. You know, what's going on here? You better be a little bit careful. Right. And when I read these stories about uh, survival, where polar bears attack, it's almost never a full-on outright charge like you sometimes see with grizzly bears. Not all the time, by any means, but you sometimes see that with grizzly bears. But with the polar bears, they're, they're more measured. This bear in the video is not coming on full black. It's about half speed, I would say. And, and then when he sees this pole pointed at him, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can just see it. I mean, it's just obvious that in this 12-second video, he's coming up and, his, and then a few feet before he hits the pole, he says, hold on, break. You know, and it's full on, slow down as fast as I can. Which also indicates that if you had, you know, a firearm, you'd take them out too. Um, or at least you'd have a really good chance of doing so. So I thought it was an excellent video to show the reactions of polar bears. Now, one of my colleagues looked at it and said, well, you know, those are probably like a pair of, of cubs that are almost completely grown up and and they really don't know how to treat prey yet. Eh, I don't know. I suspect it. The video confirms to me what I've read when I've read a whole bunch of polar bear incidents. And so I'm thinking uh, that's probably more, much more common behavior than other behavior. Right. And and when when I've read about polar bears where they have nasty. Uh, results, you know, they kill somebody or they maul somebody badly, very often it, it's two or three attempts. It's not just one in, grab, kill. It's like coming in, retreat, come back, you know, see what's happening. Uh, make sure this isn't a big threat to me. Right. Well, uh, you know, uh, 
So the the, the the supposition here is that those were cubs. Well, one one colleague said those are probably a pair of nearly grown cubs. But I mean, the, I, the thing is, they're inexperienced. Yeah, they're they're full size, but they're inexperienced. That that was is that, is I, that, yeah okay. I look at them and I, I say, well, they're acting like everything I read about how polar bears act, like big polar bears. Yeah, well, they look in good shape. Yeah. They're not dark. Yeah. So we're about to flip over into the next segment. And when we when we get back, we're going to talk about how much speed and precision and accuracy do you need if you are going to engage a bear? And I'm going to presume this is with a handgun. So we'll find that out. All of the, the both of these articles that we're referencing are at Amoland.com, where uh, Dean has what? Do you have 2,400 articles there now? It's good. I think it's like uh, about. 2385, 2385. Couple, three weeks yeah. before we get there. Yeah, almost 2,400 articles. So, all waiting there for you, a gigantic repository of material for you to look at. All still very poignant today. All meaning something to somebody. All the hunting stuff, all the bear stuff, all, all of the studies. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com.
These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. on the firing line and we're speaking with dean weingarten and uh, there's a that, so one of your articles you've got up that uh, i guess came out uh, within the last couple of days or so is a debate about a defensive method against bears where for some reason they think it's easier to spray a bear with precision with bear spray than it is to hit one and kill it with a gun is that is that right well it's kind of cool i mean here's Here's what's happened is that when I started doing research on this, I just didn't know. I mean, I don't think anybody had really looked at it very carefully. Right. The only, there's two, two, there were two papers that were done about firearms and bears. Uh, gosh, I should have both of them at the tip of my tongue. One was called Efficacy of Firearms as a Deterrent for Bear Attacks. Uh, pretty close on the wording on that by Tom Herrero and, uh, I mean, Tom Smith and, uh, let's see, Herrera. What, I, should, I know his first name. I can't think of it right now. And, and, and they, the problem with, and then there was one that was looking at uh, several hundred defense of life and property reports in Alaska to determine how effective firearms were as uh, defense against bears. Right. And the analysis of the defense of life and property came up with uh, that firearms were very effective about 96%. I think they said 96% of the time no human was injured. And that's, you know, pretty close. Uh, when when I did have the, collected the pistol versions, not just firearms, we were coming up with about 98% effectiveness. And when the Herrero and Smith did their research, they were very selective of the incidents they looked at with firearms. They they ignored well, ignored maybe too strong a word. They excluded a lot of incidents 
because, uh, you know, just subjectively, they didn't think they were threatening enough or whatever. And they said, we excluded a lot of incidents, and, and this is what we call selection bias, and they said that if we had included more firearms incidents, the effectiveness of the firearms would have gone up. And so that's not really a very good or fair study about firearms effectiveness. It might be an okay study for figuring out, you know, what goes wrong with firearms sometimes. And and Tom Smith said that's what the real purpose was, to figure out what went wrong. So if you're looking at what went wrong and you only look at places primarily where people were injured, well, okay, you you know, that's what you're trying to do. But uh, in this study by Herrero and Smith, uh, this claim was made, and I'm going to quote it, the need for split-second deployment and deadly accuracy make using firearms difficult even for experts, and that's to stop a bear attack. Right. And that's been quoted, not exactly, but the idea has been pushed all over the place. You can find it in almost any discussion you have about defending against bears, someone is going to make the claim, well, you got to hit this moving target. It's only the size of an of a orange or whatever. And it's moving up and down sideways, and you only got a pistol, and you only have a half a second to hit that target before the bear overwhelms you. And if you miss that target, he's just going to kill you. I mean, that's the, that's the claim. That's, but as I collected, I and others collected this database of when pistols are used to defend against bears, it just wasn't holding up. I mean, there were a lot of cases where the bear wasn't even hit when the pistol was fired and it ran off. Right. Uh, and I'm, so I looked at the data we had as, Roughly 174 cases. There's a, there's more, but we haven't published all of them. So I only wanted to include cases that were published so people could look at them and make up their own decision, make up their own mind of whether it was legitimate or not. I mean, and that's a huge difference between my work and uh, others because, like, Herrero and Smith refused to publish their data. And if you can't look at the incidents they're talking about, you know, it's hard to make up your own mind about whether those are a correct selection of data or not. So we had about 174, and I looked and I categorized them. And again, this is a little bit somewhat subjective, but if there was a central nervous system hit and it was delivered very fast, under three seconds, I chose, we chose three seconds because just about anybody with a little bit of training can learn to draw and hit relatively nearby targets in three seconds. So, and it is an extreme accuracy. So we weren't, we were looking for cases where the central nervous system was hit in under three seconds and stopped the attack. Okay? Right, okay. And then we looked at the rest of them. So, it turned out there were only, out of this 174, there were only 13 incidents where the central nervous system was hit really fast. And when it's hit, it tends to stop the attack right then, bam. But if we look at 
the rest of that, we found 117 incidents where the central nervous system wasn't hit and or it wasn't super fast. Right. And yet those hits stopped the attack. I mean, the bit, there's, there's basically three things that would happen. Uh, if, and this, uh, well, when they were hit, is the bear would just say, I don't want any more of this and take off. Or the bear would be slowed down and then allow more hits. Or the, they'd continue, uh, you know, they'd hit the bear and uh, it would die, but eventually, you know, maybe uh, it would go sideways or, or more people would be able to start shooting on it. I mean, we have one case where... Um, Two people. Uh, it was a, a guide had a ten millimeter, and uh, one of his clients had a forty-five. And you might remember this case, and I think it was in Montana. And uh, both of them were shooting at this bear who was charging at them, and they put thirty-one. They expended thirty-one cartridges stopping that bear. Wow! But every time they hit it, it slowed down a bit. I mean, it just didn't keep on going like nothing happened. And eventually, it was sort of like crawling toward them, and they just popped it in the head, uh, you know, and finished it off. So bears don't generally just ignore major pain and structural damage. I mean, maybe you could claim they are going to ignore pain, but if you break the shoulder or you put a hole in their lungs or in the heart or just, you know, in the body in general, it hurts and it makes it hard to function. So what we came up with is there are 117 where a hit contributed to the stop, but they weren't quick central nervous system hits necessarily. Right. And then we found 21 incidences where warning shots were effective. So that's 138 where it wasn't a central nervous system hit, a fast central nervous system hit. Obviously, if the bear is just standing there, and you take all the time in the world and you aim, it's a lot easier to get a central nervous system hit that way. So we have that 138. Then we've got the 13 where the central nervous system has actually uh, stopped quickly. So that's 151. So 13 out of 151 is 8.6%. So over 90% of the time, a central nervous system, a fast central nervous system hit wasn't necessary well we're about to run out of time we're gonna have to continue this next week when we reconvene this i want to hear more about this just because it's fascinating to look at because i imagine if you see one of those things coming at you in the woods you're going to make some quick decisions i hope that will help you live. The, all of this stuff that we're talking about, you can find this at ammoland.com dean is uh, dean has nearly 2400 articles there waiting for you and um as usual, sir, thank you very much for taking the time to join me today. It's always fun. Yes, sir. And I'm glad to be here. Yes, sir. As for me, I'll be back on Monday. And uh, between now and then, what you should do is remember this. It has never been about gun control. Not once, not ever. It has been, it's always going to be about total control. This has been Lock and Load.
operate. At Staccato, we know there's no such thing as a fair fight, and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate. At Staccato, we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confident that you are carrying the best gun in a gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Fusing the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unique. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. 